Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I'm your host, Nikayla Modi, and this is episode 25. I cannot believe we're already at episode 25. I remember when I got the idea for this podcast back in 2021, and I cannot believe that I'm already 25 episodes in because I was so afraid to start a podcast. I didn't know how to do it. I had to figure it all out. And to know that I'm over 700 downloads, over 700 downloads, like I can't even wrap my brain around that, that many times people have listened to the podcast. So I just want to say thank you for listening every week. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And I just look forward to serving you well moving forward in more podcast episodes. I genuinely love podcasting. And I just want to continue to do this and bring this valuable information to you. And so just thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so today we're talking about three self-care tools that changed my life. And I'm so excited to share this with you because honestly, I feel like self-care is so much like amplified in a way where it has to be super luxurious all the time. You have to spend all this money to get the best out of your self-care and it just has to be this really full-on show in order for it to count as self-care. And that's just not true. Like these three tools were so simple and some of them free. And I think that we forget how simple things can be transformational And the crazy thing is these self-care tools didn't just help me like in the present moment or in the present season when I really needed to have my needs met or have my cup filled up. It literally returned more on the investment six months later, one year later, like I'm still benefiting from implementing these self-care tools in my life. And so I'm so happy to share these with you today. So let's jump in. So excited. So in 2021, I spent time creating and cultivating my self-care activities. So I basically was discovering what it was that I needed, what best met my needs, what I enjoyed, what was doable for me. Like 2021 was just about creating, cultivating and getting into a routine in which worked for me. And then in 2022, I reaped more than I ever thought would be possible from those self-care activities. And I did gain some short-term benefits from doing these activities, but I never realized just how my future self would literally be impacted from doing these self-care activities. And, you know, at the time I was doing these self-care tools, I just wanted to feel better. I was tired of the overwhelm. I was exhausted emotionally. I felt alone. I felt like no one cared about my feelings. I was a full-time caregiver while also working a full-time job, and I was also trying to grow my wellness coaching business. And so I just wanted to feel better. 
And I never thought that these tools would lead me to become the woman who not just created, but also accepted a promotion, the opportunity to travel full time, having more confidence in myself, fully loving who I am, and finally having a peace of mind, one that doesn't think so much about what other people think about me. And while I was doing these self-care tools, I also was doing, you know, the exercising and eating well and making sure I was managing my stress, you know, all those things too, to support my health and well-being. But these self-care tools completely shifted how I lived in my inner world, like how I talked to myself and what I believed was possible based on my strengths and who I am as a person. And so these three self-care tools were a game changer for my present and future self. And I'm so excited to share them with you. So the first one should be no surprise if you are a regular listener of my podcast, and that is nurturing my thought life. So I achieved this through therapy, self-coaching, hiring a coach, and daily affirmations with my nighttime meditation. And nurturing my thought life really revealed a lot of the false narratives that were playing on autopilot in my head. I shared one of those in the last episode about asking for help. One of those false narratives was, I'll be a burden if I ask for help. And by nurturing my thought life and uncovering these false narratives, it really allowed for me the opportunity to show up and shift the narrative and take positive action. And that ended up resulting in a lot more consistency and having a peace of mind, but also knowing what needs of mine needed to be met and how I could go about meeting those needs. And I want you to hear me like I was doing a combination of different things. You don't have to do it all. Like if you're just doing therapy right now, then that's great. Really use that as a tool to uncover your thought life and really nurture it. But for me, it was a combination of all of the things of therapy, self-coaching, having my own coach, and also doing daily affirmations when I was doing my nighttime meditation. And so this practice and this consistency of nurturing my thought life completely changed my life. The second thing was having consistent community. And this is huge. And before I even dive deep into this about how I did it, I really want to encourage you that it's about the quality and not the quantity of your community. I try to tell my clients that when you're seeking out community, define what that is for you and what that looks like and know that that may just be two other people or five people, right? You want it to be a quality source of community because that is directly going to impact you. And so I joined a thriving community full of BIPOC female entrepreneurs. I also sought out new relationships in my local church, and I nurtured some of my longest friendships because during the time when I was caregiving full-time, I relocated to a city where I didn't know anyone. I left Atlanta where I had been for over seven years and all of my closest relationships were in Atlanta. So I really had to focus on nurturing those friendships that were long distance. And so consistent community really reminded me of what was possible. That's where that community full of BIPOC female entrepreneurs was key because it kept me focused on what is possible instead of focusing only on my present season and my present circumstance of caregiving full time. 
Also, community helped me to feel seen and feel heard, especially when I saw women who looked like me, who had similar struggles like me. It allowed for me to feel validated in my experiences. And it encouraged me when I felt down. This is where relationships in my local church and nurturing my long friendships that were you know, all the way in Atlanta while I was in Ohio helped me to be encouraged because when I felt really down, their encouragement through scripture or their encouragement just knowing me for so long and who I am as a person was really, really helpful when I literally just could not encourage myself. I cannot stress enough the importance of having consistent community in your life. So the third thing is asking for help. And lucky for you, I just did a previous podcast episode on if asking for help is hard for you, I break down what you can do differently because asking for help literally was a game changer for me. Um, I will never say asking for help is simple, right? Especially for those who find it difficult. I'm one of those people that used to find it really difficult However, asking for help really does provide more space and time and even opportunity for you to make yourself a priority, to show up for yourself, to meet the needs that really need to be met, to fill your cup back up. And for me, it gave me solitude, it gave me silence, it gave me restoration, and it gave me relief, especially in the season when I was caregiving full-time, working a full-time job, and trying to grow my own business. These things were essential in me staying mentally healthy, emotionally grounded, and taking care of my physical health and well-being. And so these three self-care tools were life-changing for me. They led to so many incredible opportunities, to so much transformational healing, and I can't believe how simple they really were, but I do see as I look back how intentional I had to be, right? I had to be intentional about getting connected with community and not staying isolated. I had to be honest with myself that I couldn't handle it all and ask for help. I had to be courageous when I saw what was really going on in my thought life and choose that I'm going to choose a different narrative and I'm going to choose to have a different reframe on how I see my present circumstance and how I see my future before me. And so those three things really helped transform me from a burnt out caregiver to prioritizing myself and amplifying more of what I love in my life. And it's in the simple things that we do that are life changing. Never forget that. You know, skip all the noise that you hear on social media around self-care that just seems unattainable, especially depending on what season you're in right now in your life. It doesn't have to be all luxury all the time. It doesn't have to be you spending all this money on a self-care activity. Just focus on and celebrate the basics like these three tools above and watch both the present and future you transform and heal. So are you ready to establish the self-care basics in your life so you can reap the long-term benefits, not just now, but for future you? Then you need to schedule a consultation via the link in the show notes to learn more about how we accomplish this in one-on-one wellness coaching and my signature program, The Intermission. In the end, self-care is just about caring for yourself intentionally for present you and future you. Keep self-care simple. And keep self-care not just a superficial thing that you do, but also that deep inner work 
that leaves your inner world thriving so that you show up a better version of you in your world, which impacts your relationships, impacts your work, and impacts your life in general. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace. Grace.